Aloha and welcome to the Aloha Mental Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Roseanne Flame, and it's a pleasure to be here with you today. In today's episode, we'll be talking about stress and the use of supplements to help with its effects or even as a preventative measure. And before we launch into it, I just want to emphasize that the information provided in today's episode is for information purposes only. It's not meant to be a replacement for seeking the advice of a licensed medical practitioner. First of all, it would be helpful to define what stress actually is, as it's one of the most common conditions we will experience as human beings. It does not discriminate on any level of being human. Most of us will, at some point in our life, experience stress and its effects on our body, mind, and emotions. And funny enough, in trying to find a concrete definition of stress, it was quite gif- difficult to do. It seems that stress is a challenging thing to pin down to any one explanation. The American Institute of Stress has a few ways that people define the condition, such as physical, mental, or emotional strain or tension. And another one is this condition or feeling whereby the demands felt or perceived go beyond the person's capacity or personal resources. And in these definitions, stress can be viewed as something that can have a negative impact on our lives. However, not all stress is bad, as stress is also linked to increased productivity. But for the most part, a lot of people that experience stress as a negative and unpleasant feeling in their life may seek out ways to rid themselves of the unwanted effects that stress can cause. In particular, it is when stress becomes chronic that the impacts can have very real consequences in our physical, emotional, and mental health. This is where exploring the use of supplements comes in. To do this, I have with me a very special guest. Her name is Fiona Ehrenholz. Fiona is a wellness educator and consultant who has been in the wellness field for 20 years with a background in natural health within a pharmacy setting. She is a Bach flower practitioner, a certified life coach, and soon to be certified wellness counselor. Welcome Fiona and thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. And Fiona, before we launch into our topic today, I was hoping you'd share a little bit about how you became a wellness educator in the supplement industry. Well, it goes back quite a ways. Um, I think it was when my mom, when I was a teenager, used to drag me to the health food stores. That was kind of my first taste of uh, what um, people, I guess, were doing at that time. And then I was fast forward then later on as I got older um, I was actually a Watkins representative and they had introduced a line of supplements and I thought I recall something along these lines when I was younger and my mom liked supplements but I hadn't really decided I liked them yet and my customers were all very excited about this um, you know line of supplements that Watkins had at the time and they were feeling better and I was like oh there must be something to this so 
I started working in the health food store in 2005. And then after that, started um, learning that people actually improved their health outcomes just by the use of supplements and vitamins and minerals. And uh, yeah, so I then worked in a pharmacy setting as well. And we did hormone testing and all kinds of really cool stuff over the years. And yeah, so that's how I got started. That's amazing, Fiona. So it all started when you were young. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And um, interesting kind of how your path kind of led you there. It wasn't even really forced. It sounds like it was quite natural to be, yeah, to, to use that word. It um, just kind of happened by happen chance, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, and then I've Sorry, go ahead. Uh, then I was uh, going to add, a, uh, when I was working, of course, in the stores, I started using supplements myself, and I did notice that they made a difference um, as well. So not only was I able to help multiple people when they came in, uh, then I was also able to address things in my own life, too. So yeah, so it was really cool. That is that really well. cool. So you weren't just there to kind of promote the supplements. You actually believed in what you were promoting to others and used them yourself. Yeah, that's amazing. And so thank you, first of all, for sharing that story. That was a beautiful story. And so before launching into this, um, we're here to talk about stress. And it seems to be the topic that almost no one can really escape from. At some point, we are all going to experience some form of stress and it will either um, come in the form of something positive that drives us to complete something or propel us forward. But in a lot of cases, stress can have this really negative um, impact on our life and prevent us from moving forward or even cause us physiological symptoms or mental health conditions. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just curious, in your own experience, was stress like um, a common condition that many people sought out, like help with supplementation? I would say for sure the, um, because we worked, um, I worked in a progressive uh, pharmacy, we did hormone testing. And so our pharmacist met with clients um, and went over actual, um, and I got to as well, do protocols um, to address stress. And we had a stress questionnaire. And we also, um, working there, inspired me to um, give health talks on my own as well. So I did that within the store and then outside of the store as well. And stress, hormone, like there's different things that can happen as a result of stress on the body. So initially, as you mentioned, you do need some stress to keep you actually alive and uh, motivated to, but it's the effects of prolonged stress and chronic stress that break down systems in the body and the hormone imbalance um, we saw was probably kind of one of the the bigger ones. And then uh, adrenal uh, fatigue is not as widely diagnosed, but it is also um, a real thing that can happen from prolonged stress uh, as well and it breaks down the functioning of your body so thyroid is impacted as well and 
yeah, so that was kind of the the bigger one. And uh, sleep um, problems, of course, due to stress as well, and the imbalance of cortisol um, that can happen because then you become either tired and wired, and then you can't sleep, or you become exhausted and then the more you sleep you still don't feel rested so yeah those are yeah yeah so it's interesting because you mentioned uh, a few things that I wrote down here um so yes we all need a little bit of stress in our lives to kind of keep us alive and going and it's a natural kind of yeah process or feeling that we that we need. And at the same time, as as you mentioned, when stress becomes prolonged or chronic, it can cause the breakdowns in the body. And you mentioned a few things. Um, Hormone imbalance was something that you saw quite commonly. And interesting enough, um, the setting that you worked in, which was a progressive pharmacy, actually did testing. So you weren't just kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, winging it, so to speak, and, and, you know, listening to people and going, okay, well, I think it could be this. Like you were actually testing Mm -hmm. people's hormone levels, it sounds like, to get to the root of like, okay, what's actually happening in the body. Is that right? Yeah, um, there was. Some people, of course, couldn't afford that. So then um, I would have a more in-depth conversation with them to get a better understanding of what was um, kind of happening in their life. And some people, it was very interesting, were not in recognition that stress had impacted their life. They said, oh, yeah, I had stress, but that was a long time ago. This is a new issue. And so it was very interesting Um, actually describing to clients would be like um, even though your stress happened some time ago the effects still sit in the body and so yeah it was really interesting um, describing absolutely that's actually um, something I wasn't aware of is you know there's I guess periods of situational stress which it sounds like this in this particular example this person was kind of referring to, oh, I had this stress like a long time ago. So whatever I'm coming in for now really doesn't have anything to do with that. Where in actual fact, while the situation may have found a resolution and the person's moved on, the impacts of that stress at the time are still living within the body and causing the damage or the imbalance, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's fascinating. Yeah, it was uh, super interesting, actually. Um, Most people were, after some time, open to the exploration of that. But some people were adamant. And then you just, you know, just say, okay, if you don't think so, then that's all right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. And then you mentioned something else around adrenal fatigue and that yeah, it seems to be something that isn't quite as diagnosed maybe in the medical community. Maybe that's changing, but certainly it's being talked about a lot in like the health and wellness um, mm-hmm, sure. arena. And tell me a bit more about what adrenal fatigue is. Well, your adrenal glands are super important um, little tiny organs in your body. They sit on top of the kidneys, actually. So Um, They regulate, they do a lot of things, but one of their functions is to regulate stress, of course, in the body. And also, because they sit on top of the kidneys, they also regulate the fluid balance in the body. So oftentimes, um, with stress, you see kind of fluid retention, um, also with specific hormone imbalances as well. 
Uh, you often see um, kind of that as well in the puffy feeling. And so yeah. in the adrenals, when they become fatigued, is that they're not able to function, um, you know, at their most optimal state. So that's when uh, supplements can be then used to assist in providing some nourishment for the uh, those little glands on yeah. top of your kidneys in order that um, they can actually be revived and <laughs> so work more effective if yeah work more effectively amazing and you know it's interesting because in my own experience I have heard many um, things about adrenal fatigue and what the adrenals do but the one thing I had not heard that you just brought up was um, one of the physiological signs of fluid retention which I would never have equated with um, adrenal fatigue at all, like as a sign, possibly a sign of adrenal fatigue. And that's really, really interesting to me. And so, yeah. And yeah. yeah and also uh, as a result, because your body is also using up um, more minerals and vitamins within the body. So it becomes then in, in a depleted state. So it uses up more B vitamins. So then your digestion is impaired because you don't have enough B vitamins and also minerals. So uh, especially magnesium. So it's really helpful in helping the person be more calm and relaxed and have a better outcome as well as with like adrenal glandulars. You can't really buy those on the shelf. Um, you would need to go to a naturopath of to course. get glandular extracts, but there are supplements that you can get just at the um, store or natural pharmacy mm -hmm. or health food store that can assist in coping with stress as well as vitamin C. It's very important. And um, also uh, vitamin, yeah, the B vitamins, which I mentioned. And yeah, so those are really important when the body's under stress. Yeah, amazing. And so, um, well, I definitely want to touch in on some of these supplements that we can use to help provide our body more, as you mentioned, more nourishment and support when we're undergoing that those kind of periods of chronic stress. But the last thing you had mentioned, so sort of the three common things that you saw as the physiological results of stress impacting us was sleep disruption in sleep either you know yeah. you're kind of you're wired and you know the your your cortisol levels are at such an elevated state that you're wired and you can't fall asleep or they're in such a state of distress that you sleep want to sleep all the time and yet never truly feel rested and so tell me a bit more about how stress like really does impact the body in the sleeping patterns that we have well, what happens um, under chronic stress is the adrenals, of course, become uh, fatigued and overworked. So your body then, it's um, in order, you, like you're producing cortisol in the morning that gets you out of bed and that gives you energy. It rises in the morning and it slowly then um, falls gradually, gradually, gradually until you then get ready for bed and want to go to sleep. What happens with um, when the adrenals become fatigued and so on, cortisol ends up flipping. So that's why then you're super groggy and tired in the morning. And then you end up uh, 
um, your cortisol ends up slipping. So then you have too much before bed and then you're tired and wired. So there's certain um, supplements that can calm um, the system down. And sometimes if your body has had chronic stress for too long, you can actually, instead of having high cortisol, you can end up having low cortisol and then you would need to go to the naturopath in order to um, get, I actually forget what it's called at the moment, sorry, That's but okay. um, a specific ingredient that can assist in helping you feel more awake in the morning so that okay. you, you're, you can switch your body's um, timing around so that you're feeling more um, alert in the morning and then get slowly, then it switches your cortisol back around. Okay. Wow. So it sounds like stress really does a number on our body when it comes to sleeping patterns and energy levels. And, and you know, I mean, the whole subject is just so fascinating. And it's interesting because it sounds like to me, from what you've been saying, that yes, people can come in and look for and ask for supplementation to help them with periods of stress in their life. But more often yeah. than not, it sounds like people are coming in with other physiological symptoms, such as, you know, sleep disruption and, and other um, areas of imbalance in their life and in their body. And when you actually start drilling down, it's a result of periods of stress and chronic stress in their life. Yeah, it's, um, it's fascinating. And so we started talking a little bit about some supplements that she mentioned. And so my next question would be, um, let's dive into that a little bit. And what types are, of supplements are most commonly used to help one combat the effects of stressful periods in their lives? Some of the more common ones are ones, um, for instance, like um, they're called adaptogens. So adaptogens, what they do in the body is they help the body adapt to stress. So both present stressors and future stressors. So some of the uh, more common ones uh, is like ashwagandha, uh, rhodiola, um, a lot of the mushroom complexes, especially the reishi mushroom. Um, it's very, very calming. And cordyceps um, help the body adapt to stress too. Also for um, high elevations, the cordyceps mushroom um, also assists with elevation changes and um, helps with lung capacity. So runners, so there's sometimes additional benefits of different ingredients as well. And another one uh, is maca. Those are the more, yeah. kind of the more common ones that were, um, and some are like in a combination form, but those are kind of the ones separately you can get separately or as a combo, like an adrenal actual supplement that has like some of the B vitamins and magnesium okay. and ginseng. I guess ginseng would be another, another yeah. one, but those are the common. Yes. Yeah, so the sort of category of adaptogens is what you're really talking about is, is kind of the the go-to, if you will, for for helping with stress if you if you're experiencing physiological symptoms. And so is there really sort of an an all-around good one type of supplement? Because I mean you mentioned quite a few, and it sounds like the mushroom family 
that you talked about. Mm -hmm. The cordyceps are a really great one, as well as some of the others, like ashwagandha has been around for a while and maca. Um, But, you know, when someone comes into, you know, into a supplement store, natural health food store, and they're like, look, this is what's happening for me, and adaptogens may be the way to go, is it recommended to take a variety, or is there like an all one good type of supplement that, you know, if someone says, I don't want to take 10 different supplements, I want kind of one or two, what would be your go-to? What I always did um, when I worked in the, at the store level is um, I created a combination um, of like a few different things for maximum results for the client because um I'm very results driven. So, and if I don't see a result, then I lose interest and I don't, I don't want to actually take the, the supplement. But so I would usually do a brief consult with the client to determine kind of what, um, what is causing stress in their life and how it's impacting them and what symptoms they're experiencing. So typically I, always start with uh, B vitamin and magnesium for sure for everybody. Um, And if their budget allows, then I would recommend an actual just adrenal supplement. So it had a a multitude of like six, for instance, ingredients or four or three. Like there was a few different supplements that I recommended depending on which specific um, symptoms were specific for that person because it varied just a little bit kind of what they did. And then um, I saw mostly women because usually women are more proactive with their health and then they'll usually, but you know, there's still a variety of people wanting to change their health. But yeah, so that was typically ashwagandha was one of the top ingredients. Yeah, yeah, it can help too. And so tell me more about these supplements. So I've heard for sure, uh, magnesium, your B vitamins, absolutely. And then if budget allows, you know, diving into the adaptogens, and it sounded like you kind of had a bit of a all in one to really help people, you know, and provide a bit more nourishment and support for the adrenals. And so tell me about how effective these type of supplements are in providing that extra support during periods of stress or when your body's been impacted by a stressful situation? Well, for myself, <clears throat> I, um, I've tried, because I've been, worked in the industry for so long, I tried like almost pretty much every supplement that's out there. So I know what it did for me. Mm-hmm. So I find it super interesting. But um, the... It depends, um, like I said, the, the, I noticed a difference right away, um, to be honest, like um, at the time when I started taking the adrenal supplements, I noticed a difference within a few days. So what I noticed for myself was like, I felt like my shoulders were up by my ears. So like okay. that, I just felt on edge and tense all the time and then uh, of course all the different seminars that I attended um, on the different supplement companies 
that came into the store to do presentations and stuff like that and all of the webinars and dinners that I went to to learn about all the different supplements. Um, yeah, so I did try them out and I noticed the difference straight away. But I am also probably a little bit more in tune with my body. So sometimes people, I always gave clients about a two-week window where they would notice a difference. But mm -hmm. a lot of times um, clients would notice a difference even within a few days. That's amazing. And, you know, and, and it's also kind of heartening to know that some of these adaptogens in particular that have been around for a long time, that they can actually work. That, you know, mm -hmm. if you are diagnosed properly, if you are taking the supplements that are right for you, given what you're experiencing under the right conditions, that they can actually be quite impactful and effective it sounds like fairly quickly. And it also sounds like just yeah. being really in tune to your body to know what is working and what's not is also a key factor in that. Mm -hmm. And it depends to how, um, like how each person, not only physiologically, but also emotionally, depending on how the person is wired and or personality, I, I can notice that some people have the innate ability to be able to handle more stress than others, whereas some people um, may not be able to. That's in just my own observation. I'm sure, sure, sure if there's any scientific research. But <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And so, you know, we've talked a lot about like the good stuff that happens when we take these supplements. And it's wonderful to know that there is that line of support available to us. I'm also aware that there could be some drawbacks potentially of taking these supplements. And are there any drawbacks? Are there any things that we need to be aware of to look out for that people haven't had the best experience with? Um, I would say in all the lengths of time, um, and I had a really good rapport with all of my clients that came to the store, because I'm a very um, honest salesperson, like I'll tell you exactly what it's going to do and what it's not going to do. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had any adverse effects from um, recommending natural supplements to clients. The only caution that I have for um, clients is that occasionally they think more is better and that's not always the case um, like if all of a sudden um, you can understand if somebody's felt so bad for so long and all of a sudden they started a regime of supplements then they're like oh my gosh I feel like a million bucks so then they think oh if I take you know six more pills then I'm gonna be even more alive right and then so I've only had the one person that I can recall to date that I had to literally say look you can't you know you can't take that many pills it's, it's actually not good for you right like yeah. and then the occasional um, um, working in a pharmacy um, was cool for um, the perspective of if a client, for instance, was on a medication, um, we could check with the pharmacy team to see if there was a contraindication Absolutely. with natural supplements. Um, not a lot uh, of contraindications. It's just there are a few. So it was helpful to know 
those um, when recommending certain things and or at different times like minerals with heart medications and stuff like that because you don't want to prolong the effect of certain medications so absolutely that was yeah that was what I observed in at the time when I was doing that yeah yeah and that makes sense to me so it sounds like you know in general when taken as recommended the supplements work fairly well with very little drawbacks or, you know, um, side effects, so to speak. That Mm -hmm. being said, as you mentioned, I can totally see how some people might take more. Like, I want to feel better faster. I want to keep feeling, you know, this better now and for longer. So taking more and more where it could, if you are taking prescription medications, there could be um, impacts of, you know, using those supplements or more than should be. So it really comes down to having a conversation with professionals, people like yourself, your doctor, pharmacists around, look, this is what I want to do. And could there be any, you know, potential side effects that I, I could experience? Because mm-hmm. it's super important to, to know those things. And that's why from working in, um, when I first started out and worked in the health food store before I worked in a pharmacy setting with naturals in a pharmacy, um, that was one part that was sort of missing was that um, you, there was no understanding of specific drug classes and or, um, you know, what can happen as a result of that. Because some people don't tell you, but that was something that I always asked because I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, they were doing it safely as well right and there are homeopathy for instance there's no contraindication so I still also love homeopathy um, for that reason as you you know you could take it even if you are on a medication but um, and most um, food supplements for instance like there's not any contraindications um, only occasionally for instance antioxidants with cancer if they're under chemotherapy and those sorts of things but mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. it's an amazing field of study isn't it gosh we could just sit here and talk for hours about that it's just <laughs> like know, it's yeah true. it's huge <laughs> and so you know it's interesting so I mean the supplement industry is huge and it continues to grow and so doing your own research and going to places that have professionals that know what they're talking about is super important. And so I'm curious, what could people and what should people be looking for in a supplement and possibly even the carrier that makes the supplement? Um, What is it that they should be looking for to make sure they're getting a high quality product that's going to do what it promises to do? Yeah, with the regulation over the years, I actually can't even remember how long the regulation has been in place. I'm thinking it's been eight years or 10 years that the the supplement companies actually had to go through the NPN process in order to natural product number in order Mm -hmm. that um, it was uh, standardized uh, across the board so that there was actual research that the companies had conducted on each ingredient. It, um, yeah, was super, um, made an impact on the industry from a few perspectives, um, but on the most part, 
it was positive because it uh, companies had to specifically had a higher standard to meet and had to be more thoughtful about the compilation of supplements in a capsule, for instance, or in a powder or a liquid, that whatever they've method they've prepared it. So now everything has an NPN on the bottle. Um, and most, um, like all of the supplement companies have to adhere to those. So um, I like to, you know, have the company most, well, I would say almost all of them have a naturopath um, on board as well. So they look at the formulation to make sure that there's no, each ingredient works well with one another so mm -hmm. that, you know, that's looked at and that it's um, cutting edge type of thing. So as well as like whatever's, not that it's necessarily, I mean, things come around that maybe have recycled, yeah. people forget about them and a new something new comes out. But yeah, so sometimes that's a challenge because you're like, oh, new, cool. But <laughs> at the same yeah. time, sometimes tried and true, uh, you know. Absolutely works best. And and yeah. so then what should people be watchful for or careful for in buying a supplement? Um, that's a great question because um, for me, when I created um, the sections within the store, like I looked at, um, you know, quite a few different factors. It was, I, at the end of the day, it's like the best, I'm also very budget conscious. So it's like best bang for your buck, right? So like, yeah. how can you feel better in the least amount of, um, you know, supplements, but at the same time, kind of regime wise, I like to do maybe three or four different kinds at, at once so then you get results um, in a more timely manner but most companies I would say now have a really good reputation um, because they wouldn't be able to produce like if they didn't you know have the NPN right so that's right now so yeah, it sounds like the use of the of the regulation has helped to create some standardization around um what is acceptable for the consumer to buy when it comes yeah. to supplementation? Yeah, there's a few, um, of course, that I would have preferred that they didn't uh, reg like their. The challenge is for supplement providers, like for companies that the testing is expensive. So that's the only drawback, I think, for. Um, some companies was it was far too costly to submit an NPN for each yeah. ingredient. So sometimes we did, like I did notice that we lost quite a, a few that were actually worked really well. But then, so the regulation, there's a few exceptions sure. to that rule. But sure. yeah, it's a it's sort of a. a six dozen of one and half of the other, and there's pros and cons to having the regulation in place as well. And it sounds it's more a cost prohibitive factor for some smaller companies, yeah, to be able to go through that process, which makes complete sense. And, you know, as we're getting near to the end, I'm just curious, first of all, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of this amazing information with us today. And I'm just wondering if there's any last piece of advice for our listeners 
around, you know, using supplementation for periods of stress or physiological symptoms they're experiencing that could be caused by stress. Any last words or pieces of advice that you think would be helpful for them as they're exploring yeah. ways to, to help them through this? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm like, oh, I could talk for hours. There's so many things that I've, uh, so many people that I've met over the years and how excited that they were that they could find something to take to help them. Um, so yeah, as far as, it's such a broad uh, category, it's hard to kind of just distill it down into a short period of time. But, there, and like the use of essential oils, like um, I love those as well to stay calm and relaxed. Um, and of course, because I became a Bach flower practitioner, um, the use of, uh, the rescue remedy people actually are probably very familiar with in a tincture or lozenge um, just for those quick moments of stress, even just being in traffic. Um, I have those in my car, just pop those in <laughs> when you're in traffic. So you're like, yeah, yeah, it was just chill. And so, um, yeah, as far as resources to it comes and goes, I guess, like as far as now with Instagram and this and that, as far as popularity goes. So sometimes it's hard to know who to trust online. But um, I think Dr. Josh Axe, he seems to be pretty reliable. Healthline. Um, trying to think of the other one. Um, I think it was like Dr. Joseph Mercola, he's produced a supplement line as well. Um, yeah, so people can just do some research. If they're uncertain and if they're very complex condition, they could see a naturopath as well, um, if, especially if they have coverage because then they're covered under. But uh, that's the challenge, and it's so sad that um, supplements are costly and sometimes they're cost prohibitive for people with lower incomes, but. For sure, but yeah. it sounds like there's options though, and even basic options, like just taking even, you know, your B vitamins and magnesium as a place to kind of start to just support. Yeah, and vitamin and C. And vitamin C, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. your basics. And, and I think there's a whole variety of supplements out there at different price points. And again, it sounds like from today's episode, it's really coming down to um, go to a provider that knows what they're talking about and really dig deep mm -hmm. into you may be experiencing certain symptoms, but the why you're, you know, you're actually experiencing them. And it sounds like stress has a big role to play in all of that. And so with that, Fiona, thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope all of you found the information in today's episode really helpful and I wish each and every one of you peace, love, and aloha. And until next time.